Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 8 of the Mainly Fish podcast. The weather is warming up quite fast, so make sure to hit the water while it's still cool and the fish are biting before the summer months come. But first, I'm going to start out with this episode's fun fishing fact. Did you know that fly fishing is believed to have first originated around the 2nd century? Evidence of fly fishing, or somewhat similar to it, was found in Rome, where the art of creating a mimicking fly drifting across the top of the water gained popularity. From there, it was further developed in the 16th century in England, where longer and more sturdy rods were created, as well as hand-crafted line. This period is where the casting technique and process began to improve and take shape to what it is today. Since then, fly fishing began to spread all around the world and gain much popularity over the years where many innovations and new ideas came about and changed fly fishing forever, whether it is for the better or for the worse. Now it is time for the main idea of today's episode, invasive species. First of all, what are invasive species? In short terms, they are a species of organisms that is not native to a certain area, and they somehow get introduced to an environment, whether it is by accident or on purpose. From there, these species can wreak havoc and cause harm to the native species and populations, as well as the ecosystem as a whole. Speaking from a fishing standpoint, several species of fish and plants have been introduced into Maine over the years, and have since damaged and destroyed many native populations throughout the entire region within just a few years. In Maine and several bodies of water, especially in the southern half of the state I have found, Lots and lots of invasive species have been introduced and spread all around bodies of water all over the place. And the process of removing them or maintaining them is a heavy struggle. Many, many, many years ago, the state of Maine pretty much was entirely full of trout and salmon or cold water game fish of many sorts. And they were pretty much in almost every body of water you could think of. Over the years, between just overall accidents and or people introducing new species of plants and animals into these waters, it has pretty much devastated several of the ecosystems. Areas like, say, Moranacook Lake, for example, used to be primarily trout and salmon, and now it is infested with largemouth, smallmouth, bass, northern pike, and being where those fish have no real major predators besides themselves, they see trout and salmon or even the smaller ones as a pretty good-looking snack, and the native fish can't do anything about it to stop them because what are they going to do if they're being chased by a bigger fish? So in turn, there are less cold-water game fish in these waters, and... The warm water game fish or the invasive species are have it much easier because they can pretty much eat anything without worrying about getting eaten by anything but themselves. This in turn creates issues for the native populations because with more of their species being eaten by these invasive fish, that means there are less to spawn and reproduce in the fall. Over the years, the cycle goes through and through and through, and the populations of these native fish begin to dwindle. And then you get left with a body of water that has a lot less cold water game fish and more of the bass and pike and bigger fish that are warm water. 
there's really no way of getting these species out of the water once they've been in it. Because once they get in there once, they pretty much spread all throughout the area, and you can't really control it, especially these bigger bodies of water, because what are you going to do? You can fish and catch them to remove them from the water, but there's still going to be more out there no matter what. Some smaller bodies of water they have been able to cycle through because they do a process called reclaiming the pond or body of water, which is where they put chemicals and various materials into the water, which will kill all of the fish and all life forms within that water for a given period of time. And then the chemicals just kind of dissipate, and then you're left with a fresh start on the body of water. And from there, they just put in the ideal fish that they want or need in there, and then just let them go and hope the population stays up without invasive species getting in the way again. Or some places have been reclaimed in Maine, mainly smaller bodies of water just because of how much chemicals it takes to reclaim these bodies of water. But places like Egypt Pond and Torsi Pond have been reclaimed, and they're pretty successful. They are now filled with trout for the most part. It's one step in the right direction. And not only that, invasive species are not just limited to only fish in this instance. There are plants as well. Plants like milfoil, for example, are a big issue in Maine and many other places. It's an invasive plant that once it gets into a body of water, it pretty much just spreads like wildfire and eventually covers up the entire lake and just suffocates the whole area and destroys everything if given the chance. This is often spread by like boats being removed from one body of water and they could potentially have some sort of piece or residue of milfoil on it and then it gets transferred into another lake because they don't clean off the boats or various other processes. Things like this is what really can destroy a population or an ecosystem entirely because once one of these invasive species gets into the area, there's no real getting it out. And sure, several attempts have been made to fix this or combat the issue, but it is so large-scale right now, it is hard to really get a grasp on it. Hopefully, over the years, we can either adapt to it or find a way to help out the native populations before they get entirely destroyed by these invasive species. But that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you next time on the Mainly Fish Podcast.